up, bitches? <laughs> We're back better than ever. <laughs> Episode 30. Episode 30. We made it, you know, to another <laughs> increment of 10. <laughs> Absolutely killed so it. So arbitrary. Yet important in some weird way. Halfway to uh, 60. <laughs> we just a, cannot. A third to episode 90. <laughs> third of the way. But just think We're about this. It. Think about this. We're a quarter of the way to <laughs> Nicole has one brain cell left. Literally has one brain cell left. I have been working so much. <laughs> so we, much. On, uh, on Sunday, we attempted a 14er. We basically, <laughs> most of us did it. <laughs> like, we, together, we accomplished about 85 to 90% of yeah. the 14er. <laughs> If you average our scores, (laughs) you average our scores. If you average our scores, we did like 95. Because think about it. There was only like 10% left. Yeah. Do you think? Um, Like 15. I think there was like, there was like 15% left. I could, no, I would have, I could have, I would have died. Yeah, no, you would have died. (laughs) 1% further. Okay, well, before we get into our 14er adventure, we want to make a couple of announcements. One, we're moving to Fridays. We're moving to Fridays. <laughs> yeah. So we've been barely scraping by getting things done on Tuesday. And I know like days of the week are probably arbitrary in a way, but. But it is so different when you're working. Like for me, I work Monday through Friday right. and I work random days, but yeah, like everyone, you know, like works Monday through Friday, like your boyfriend right. and yeah. your friends. Like, so you're so still doing, doing stuff on the weekends. Yeah. So it just made more sense for us to release on Fridays because then we have all week all week to kind of like post things anyway long story short we've done a lot of data analysis for our own lives and fridays are the best days for us to put out the best content and be able to just give you guys what you Mm -hmm. deserve honestly yeah i mean if we're gonna do this might as well might as well do Do it it, right right, yeah might as well make your favorite day of the week better right think about you wake up on friday and you're like hell yeah it's the last day of the week Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go out tonight I'm going to go out tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and I'm going to hang out with friends. First, let's ease into the week by listening to my favorite podcast yeah. hosts. And it's like, even though you have to go to work, you can listen to us yeah. at work. Mm-hmm. And then you could have a great weekend. So, yeah. The number one compliment that we get is that it feels like you're hanging out with friends when you listen to our podcast. Yeah, which is so nice. Which is the, or so nice. you feel sleepy. Which, <laughs> you know... Which, for if, those early birds, if you're, listening, if you're listening to this podcast right before you go to sleep, well, you have something to listen to when you're drunk on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, but if you listen to it on your way to work or whatever, you get to ease into your Friday by listening to two friends instead of just a random Tuesday. Yeah. And then have to deal with the rest of the week. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, you can just presence. hang out with us, buddies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah, welcome. So that's one announcement. Do we have any other announcements? Um, nope. It was just the Why one. Why did you count it like that? The other one. Well, the I was other, like, <laughs> is there a surprise? <laughs> the other thing I had thought of, which is exciting, is that if in Colorado, actually most places, if you're fully vaccinated, you can go places without a mask. Oh, yeah. And we haven't recorded not? since then. Oh. Because. It's weird still, but it's it getting is. less weird every day. Yeah. It's yeah. really weird. But I just looked it up today, and it's only like 46% of Colorado is vaccinated. Interesting. And like Vermont, which has the highest, is 80%. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like pretty good. 
eighty percent is awesome. Yeah, forty six is not great. No, it's not. That's like which is that surprising. means that like one out of every two people that you see on the street is not vaccinated. But that's probably not very accurate because like in Denver, I think more people are vaccinated and things are opening up more. Mm-hmm. And I just read something today that for the first time since before COVID, restaurant sales are above grocery sales. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Anywho, what has been going on in your life? I'm getting a new tooth tomorrow. Oh my god, that's tomorrow? Yeah. Do you have to be put under? No. Oh, I would prefer it. <laughs> just wake me up when it's over. No, I'd yeah. prefer that you got put under. <laughs> I'm just like, I just don't want to hear from you for a few hours. If it, you could just shut your phone off. Yeah, I'm going to work right after. It's going to be so weird. It's like getting a nose job like before you go to work. <laughs> anyway, so you're getting a new tooth tomorrow. I'm, I'm getting a new tooth. Well, the other day we okay. went to the Thank vintage. Thank God my boyfriend was out of town. <laughs> we got to do so many things because Jackie's boyfriend was out of town. Out. Yeah. We went to this vintage market that was just like pop, that popped up in Denver. And it was like. And it was a plant sale. It was. So the sign said vintage plant sale. <laughs> but between the vintage and plant, which I hadn't noticed until later on there's a plus sign mm. meaning vintage and plant sale and so for a while it's like how old are these plants gonna be <laughs> like plants are these, these are gonna vintage. be giant vintage plants or something like yeah. that yeah. oh my mm-hmm. gosh that's hilarious it was so fun then it's we went to time. the farmer's market mm-hmm. and i went to the asian market and i got kumquats oh my gosh and which are so fun because then i just we um, just eat the whole thing just throw them at people oh Sure, sure. Yeah. Another alternative. <laughs> They're just really fun mini oranges to throw people yeah. and be like, what did you just throw at me? Is that a, is that a kumquat? <laughs> what is this? A kumquat? <laughs> Where did this come from? Have you ever seen a kumquat? Yeah, I've eaten them. You can yeah. eat the whole thing. It's so great. Yeah. The first bite is either sweet or sour, and then mm-hmm. it alternates going down. I was like, yeah. that's fucking weird. It gets better or worse. Yeah, depending on what you like. Which is just like life in a way. Anything could happen. It gets better or it gets worse. <laughs> what have you been up to? I have been working very much. Um, but since the last time we talked, I got class pass, which I shouldn't even be giving them airtime because they don't sponsor us. But <laughs> I got a free trial to class pass. I'm literally just going to plug them right now because it's pretty cool. So you get you can get a free trial where you get these credits and then you can try all these different like gym type classes or you can also get massages or like facials and stuff like that nice but i am using it to try out like different gyms to see what kind of exercise i like you know there's like cycle and bar and hit like at the end of it you're like turns out i don't like any i don't like to exercise um (laughs) no but I, i did use it i went to a bar class what's a bar class it's like a ba- it's like a ballet based workout. Oh, so I thought it was like where you learn to make drinks. Oh, dude, I wish it was so funny because <laughs> you just get into bar fights <laughs> for exercise. I was um, it, I went to it right after I had been on like a two week bender, um, on alcohol because it was like I was in Boston and then I was in California and I was just like basically drinking the entire time. I was texting Pearson and. Shout out, to, Shout Pearson. out to Pearson. Yeah, who has been listening to, every, listening to every episode. We literally love him. our new biggest fan. He is our number one fan. If you think you're our number one fan, you you better start working harder. 
I know. I love that dude. <laughs> he is so funny. So he texts me. He's I texted him. He's in Utah right now. And yeah. I was like, do you think that you're going to road trip out to Colorado or something like that? He's like, maybe. <laughs> maybe. He was like, I thought it was an hour away. <laughs> I know. He's like, well, how much, how long? He was like, shut up. It's like 12 hours. <laughs> so he texted me that morning when I was going to the bar class and I was like, I'm going to bar. And he's, he's like a professional dancer. He does ballet. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to a bar class. Like, just like you, whatever. <laughs> and he was like, oh my gosh, from the bar to bar. <laughs> so anyway, I went to this bar class. It was good. It's a lot of like, it's kind of like Pilates. I would compare it to Pilates, but um, more ballet based in terms of like more pretentious for sure yeah for sure more pretentious (laughs) it's it's more based on like kind of the ballet basics and then you use that to do like it's pretty low impact but you do a lot of like pulses like little pulses and body weight stuff it was hard but it wasn't too bad did you like it yeah I liked it it was fun like I don't know I want to go somewhere where I feel like the like I can form a community and it was like no one talked to anybody mm-hmm. in the class. Like, there was no really, like, camaraderie. Whereas, I feel like if you go to, like, a hit workout or, like, a cycle class, it's, like, you're mm-hmm. all getting, like, so pumped up together and you, like, chat afterwards. The bar class was fun, but it was just, like, I don't, this is going to sound kind of weird, but when you do, like, a high-intensity class, you almost, like, trauma bond. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. you know how, like, when we were on the I trail? Mean, yeah, for and it real. Was, like, everyone on the trail we were just, like, talking to because you're also, uh-huh. like, kind of in a place of, like, vulnerability of being, like, it's like when you work at a restaurant, like, when you're serving, you become friends with those people so fast because you're thrown into, like, a very, very uncomfortable situation of, like, you're so stressed and you're so rushed and you're so trying you're to do all these things. People. And then you're just, like, the people who are experiencing it with you, you're, like, we're just on a deeper level already because we all just like went through this together and we're like, whoa, whoa. You know, there's like a crazy Saturday night or something. And so I think it's almost like that in a, in a more like high intensity workout class you get done and like your endorphins are flowing and you're just like, wow, we like, we all really like just did that. Like, yeah, that was tough, but like we did it. Whereas in this class, it was kind of like this and yoga that I've been to. You kind of just like go, you don't really talk to anybody. Yeah. And then like you get done and like, everyone just kind of like leaves yeah I don't know it was it was fun but it just didn't feel like the vibe I was looking for as like dumb as that sounds I feel like (laughs) I feel like if exercise is hard for you the thing that is gonna make you want to do it more is like having a community where you're like I like to go and be around those people when I do it and if I go like maybe someone would notice Mm -hmm. and miss me yeah yeah it's like it's like I totally think so and I know a lot of people who go to these more like high intensity classes and they definitely have like more of a community at their mm-hmm. gym. So, anywho, it was fun though. No hate on bar. I liked it a lot. It was a good workout for sure. I was sore. But um, yeah, just kind of a more mellow vibe. I'd like something that's like a little more fun, high energy. So, so speaking of exercise, I think this is a great way to roll into our episode good for today. Segue. Yes. You really uh, you spent a lot of money on the segways today. I know, but it wasn't it wasn't on freesegways.com. Right. I mean it, that I, was a I had to buy that one. segue. <laughs> I would be surprised if you could get that for five, ten segway dollars. I know. <laughs> segway dollars, guys. You you need to set those up. Um, <laughs> so today we are gonna be talking about trying new things. Building, building confidence in yourself through trying new things and getting out of your comfort zone and just like kind of showing yourself that you can do things that you maybe didn't think that you could do. Mm-hmm. Like I don't go to a lot of workout classes, but it was so cool to go to that bar class. 
and just be like, yeah, I can, I could do bar. There's so many things that you kind of see and you're like, eh, I could never do that, yeah. you know? Or like not even just exercise, but yeah, just like anything. Yeah. Because I think it is so easy to get in this space of like, uh, I could never do that. I don't know how to do yeah. that thing, you yeah. know? Like and you then you see like someone painting, you're like, wouldn't be no. me. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be some sort of graph on this, but there's like this graph of like, you literally know nothing. And so like what you're looking at that looks so like finished and technical and difficult it looks so far away from where you are right but then you the more you get into it the more you're like oh it's just a basically compilation of Mm -hmm. these all these different steps that are all doable yeah because someone else did it someone else learned it someone else you know so can I right you kind of think of it that way you can break it down into much like smaller things so We've been talking about this already a little bit of just being like, oh, it felt so good to try that new thing. Mm-hmm. It felt so good to just even like something so simple as like the other day when we went to the farmer's market, we both got like fresh, bought fresh vegetables. I've never done that. I've been to a farmer's market, but I've never like gotten the food because mm-hmm. I was, I've always, I'm always just like, eh, I don't really know like how that works. And right. it's so easy to just like avoid it, but it's like, or you could just do it and then now you know how it yeah. works. There's and so you many might, simple things. You might things. look so stupid the, the first, first time. And who cares? No one, no, no one's paying attention. And so we were like, you know what? We There's something we both really want to do, kind of. And <laughs> <laughs> that is to hike a 14er because we're both from Colorado, born and raised. Mm-hmm. And we've never hiked a 14er. And so if you're not from Colorado and you're listening to this, you might not even know what the concept of 14er true, is. True, true. So just to explain, like, a lot of the highest mountains in Colorado are just a bit over 14,000 feet. I think the one that we just hiked, Mount Bierstadt, mm-hmm. it's like 1468 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so it's anything over yeah, anything 14,000 feet. And which is pretty high, which is that's half as high as an airplane gets, really. Yeah, because airplanes fly at about like 30 to 35,000 feet. Oh, interesting. That Crazy. means nothing to me. <laughs> so, you're saying I'd have to hike another mountain, you'd to, have to hike to that catch same amount, yeah. But no, but we started at 10,000, we started at 11,000 feet. So, if you had to hike 14,000 feet from where you were, huh? Yeah, like if you had to hike a 14er from sea level you would die. We only gained 3,000 well, feet of elevation. Why, no, you wouldn't die because Denali is like pretty much from sea level up to like 29,000 feet, I think. True. Okay, sorry. So it's 20,000 feet above sea level. But where's the base? Wait, sorry. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so the elevation oh, no. is 20, 20, 30, 10. Nope, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> 2,310. It's just giant. Like, yeah. It, it's like, like these mountains aren't 14,000 feet high. Right. They're just 14,000 feet above sea level. Okay, Denali is often considered America's most classic climb. From base to summit, it rises nearly 18,000 feet. Bye. Okay, so the start to end elevation, like the elevation chain for Mount Bierstadt is only 2,664. Yeah. Because we started at 11,000 feet. Right. But... So, that's like not that much, but if you were hiking Denali, you'd have to hike. Yeah, I think what you do is you hike to a base camp, mm-hmm. and then you like acclimate there for a little while, and then you hike the rest. But that was hard, the fourteener. So how would you even fucking hike Denali? I mean, I guess I guess <laughs> we're closer. I, I guess we're closer to knowing now than yeah. we were last week. <laughs> it was, to say the least, very tough, mm-hmm. and it's so weird because. 
just to get into the details of it a little bit of each of our experiences, like starting out, we were already like kind of tired because we got up super early to hike it. We got up there at like 630. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. I knew it was going to be like a seven I, hour hike. I'm not hike. sure we really thought about it that much. We were like, oh, I think I can avoided thinking about it. But it was like, that's a good way to go through life. I thought I was, I thought, okay, I can hike for seven hours. I've never hiked for seven hours. I've like, <laughs> are you even close? Uh, not even close. Yeah. Not even close. And not even that, like I thought, oh, you know what? I've done things where I'm like on my feet for over 12 hours at a time or something like serving and a double or mm-hmm. something like that. Not that that's the same, but like you're literally running around a restaurant for like 12 hours. I would go like, I would walk like 17 miles inside of a restaurant in a day. Mm-hmm. It was like something so crazy. And I was like, oh, I can do, this hike was what? Eight miles round trip, seven yeah. miles round trip. I was like, but that's not bad. Like three and a half miles to the top, three and a half miles mm-hmm. down. Like it was way harder than <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> we did it, but like I wasn't well by any stretch. <laughs> but what was your experience? So, I mean, I think it's interesting because like if you didn't do serving at all and if you had never really hiked before, I think you would like have even underestimated it more somehow but like it's so easy to underestimate something if you have no base of knowledge no and it was like almost for the best because if I had known what that was gonna be (laughs) sure shit I would not have done it and I did warn you that you're gonna have like have a hard time breathing I knew that and I knew that too like I was like I know it's not gonna be easy to breathe at the top but like you gain the elevation so slowly that mm-hmm. like you you thought you would acclimate. you wouldn't notice no not acclimate but like not, you wouldn't notice but like and you don't it's not all of a sudden like you're like right. I can't breathe it's just <laughs> like first it up, takes <laughs> literally so out of shape. <laughs> it takes you start to notice mm-hmm. that, that it's, it's harder to catch longer. your breath yep that you don't like I was just, I was definitely feeling delirious and it wasn't just that we had been hiking for a long time. It was like, it was like, I just lack of oxygen. It was like, I can't focus. I can't. Yeah. I was like, this just feels like a fever dream. And (laughs) I, it's funny because I thought if with a lack of oxygen, I would feel like dizzy or faint or something. And I was like worried Mm -hmm. about that, but I never really felt that, or at least not that I like noticed. There were a few times where we'd get going and when we'd stop, I would like, Mm -hmm feel like I was like blacking out a little bit yeah but like not in a way that I was like nervous about yeah it was just like I was like okay I just need like catch my breath but that was the at the point where I started being like I'm gonna go to the fall summit and I can't I'm not gonna be able to go all the way up like I'm my body is saying like no no sir yeah so just to clarify uh Nicole made it almost all the way I would say that you probably did just to clarify so to the top, it was. I didn't point. finish it. <laughs> just, just to clarify, I failed. <laughs> no, we made. I was. You you made it so far. So to the top, it's three point five miles, and you made it over two point five. I'd I say definitely for sure. feel like because the thing is, is you probably didn't go a whole. You didn't go like a whole other mile. It was just yeah. a lot of up. It was just a lot because the whole last part of it was like a scramble up rocks, and it was very technical, and it took a long time to do it, but. It wasn't necessarily far, so yeah, it was just I like think really... I think it was less than a mile, definitely to go. But you were struggling so hard that I knew it was like a better decision for you to like wait down at the fall summit. And, and the other problem was that the trail 
at one point was uh-huh. like totally covered by snow and so we don't we have had any to go, poles or anything yeah like we that. didn't have poles or spikes which like we totally should have at least had poles but you know lessons learned we had to go around the trail so basically you, you were just like trying to hike up a mountain right. no trail like just no like trail, trying yeah, to find just on the side of it what's different from you know like a regular mountain that you climb is that 14ers are kind of free for all. Yeah, you're just like trying to get to the top. Everyone around us was like not taking the trail. Yeah, and it wasn't like, it's like people were kind of trying to, but then it was Mm -hmm. just, you got, you couldn't, unless you had spikes and poles, you couldn't Mm -hmm. go through the snow on the way up. And then also, once you got off trail, it was harder to find the trail again. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was fine because at a 14er, it's above tree the tree line and so no trees grow on 14ers on the very top because they there's not enough oxygen for them to grow so it's not like you're gonna lose anyone yeah no you, you can, can see, see everything. everything which yeah. is horrifying for someone who drinks an insane amount of water and has to pee several times <laughs> on the hike <laughs> I was like trying to find just a large just like a boulder to like pee behind I think I I think I peed three times on the hike I had a lot of water and then I had a cart kombucha and that went right through me <laughs> right through me <laughs> that did a number yeah so we got it it started to get really hard when we had to go off trail and then it was really nice though because well there wasn't really anything great but I'm just kidding (laughs) it was really nice because Jackie was super understanding not even understanding just like super helpful to like keep going who am I talking to our audience I guess (laughs) I hate hiking with someone who gets annoyed by like how slow you're going I'm like just go then just go ahead I'm fine back here there's other people around if we were alone we're the only people on the trail I would hate that but like it I'd rather have someone who would just go ahead or someone who's like it's fine we can take a break we can take a break and I don't need someone to like coddle me or something I just don't want to feel the extra stress it's already stressful it adds it adds like a air of urgency like oh I need to get there I need to get to the top because this person is trying to get to the top yeah yeah which to me that's not what the hike is about no. and, and that's why it's fun to hike with other people it's a time to bond with them bond with nature and just like enjoy the journey mm-hmm. of getting to the top it's not really about getting to the top and I feel like you can tell which people are which if it's like I just want to do this mountain to check it off you know right right not like I want to go on a hike today because I really want to be in nature if they're just like I really want to check off this mountain yeah you know and then there's people who go even a step further of crazy and they run it (laughs) the amount of people we saw running i i'm so sorry i was barely standing i was barely alive to be completely honest couldn't be me i mean i would love i would love that to be me but how how do do you trail run a 14er how how do you have the lung capacity i have no idea how do you have the audacity that's what i'm saying the audacity that is what gets me it's not even how in shape they are. It's it's the nerve, you know? It's the nerve. And it's the nerve of them looking at you and saying hello. Like you're the it's same like, species. Right. <laughs> like you're even on the same fucking planet. <laughs> so that was interesting. But I just wanted to say that it was so nice because we started to get into the part where you're trying to find your way up. The trail's covered in snow. You're getting high. You're getting high on the mountain and it's getting hard to breathe. And there would be points where we'd be like, when by we, I mean me, we'd be like, I can't, I can't go. I just need to stop. I just need to stop. And so we'd stop for a couple of minutes and Jackie would be like, okay, we're just going to make it to like that rock. Do you see that rock? We're just going to make it to that rock and then we can take another break. 
and we're just going to make it to this next rock. And I knew where I wanted to get. There was a spot that I could see these people sitting at that was basically the false summit right before you go up to like the actual summit. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to get there. I know I can make it there. It's not going to be easy, but like I can do it. And I know for sure if I had been alone, I would have just like turned around. I would have turned around like literally ha- halfway up probably. I would have just been like, this is really hard. I just don't think I can do this. But because I had like that, and that's like a lot of things. I feel like if you have someone like this podcast, mm-hmm. right? I would have never kept this going for 30 episodes. Goodbye. Yeah. Like for sure. Me for neither. sure. Yeah. Yeah. We would have just been like, eh. but it's like, because we want to keep each other accountable and we want to do it and we want to make sure we're not letting the other person down and we want to like, you know, it keeps you going mm-hmm. to just have someone else like supporting you, someone else experiencing it with you, someone else being like, we're just going to do like one more, one more trek up. In a lot of things, like I just feel we're the kind of people who are like, yeah, let's just like keep, you know, pushing yeah. each other. Let's like keep building supporting each other, each other building each other yeah. up, helping each other reach the, reach the peak yeah i was gonna make some fucking analogy goodbye i I still don't know enough about mountains (laughs) i was gonna make a mountain analogy shit dude when i tell you that when we were hiking uh, the way up we didn't have headphones in or anything we were just like trying to get up i had the climb by miley cyrus stuck in my head oh my god someone was listening to that half the hike like when I was almost up at the top, really? someone was listening to the climb. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. It was my spirit. <laughs> that's so weird. Dude, halfway, literally half the time, all I was hearing was... I love that song. It's such a good song. It's never... There's always gonna be another mountain. You're like, there's not gonna be another mountain. <laughs> like, I will this is fucking the- lose it if there's one more mountain. <laughs> this this better be the mountain. only fucking mountain. I'm like, what's the... There's like all these parts. It's like keep whatever it's about like keep going anyway whatever uh you guys have heard it so <laughs> you guys know the song it was that and then there was one other song that was stuck in my head i can't remember but you it was mountain just tall so enough i feel like this mountain's <laughs> definitely no tall mountain. enough <laughs> it was to keep really me from wild someone yeah it it'd keep me from the love of my life this yeah. mountain's too tall man yeah so you know to make a long story longer we <laughs> Which is just podcasting. Jackie went up to the top, came back down. We met back up. Well, do you want to talk about being at the top? I guess I don't want to take away. I'm like, and fuck her, honestly. <laughs> you know, her experience. We can glaze over that. <laughs> wasn't important because I wasn't there. When we were hiking up, I, you know, I feel like every time that you're with someone doing something hard and one person is struggling and the other isn't struggling as much, that person just naturally takes like mm-hmm. leadership yeah we were talking about that like how if you feel like you're in a situation where like you're the one who has to figure it out and it's mm-hmm. maybe a like a difficult situation and you're like okay I have to do this because the other people around me for whatever reason don't have the knowledge or can't or are struggling automatically even if you're struggling too or you're having a hard time or it's a scary situation or some sort of emergency like you just kick it into gear mm-hmm. and you're like I gotta I gotta do it yeah maybe these other people can't you know yeah so I felt like kind of a responsibility there to just carry the team yeah <laughs> and, and just and I just did it in the easiest way just like all right we just have to get to that next rock mm-hmm. because like on all a mountain is is just a pile of rocks so if you can just <laughs> get to the next one you're gonna sure, get sure. there <laughs> My goal wasn't to, like, reach the top. It was just to try a 14er yeah. and to, like, do something active because I haven't been 
as active lately. Um, however, when I was hiking up there, I just was thinking about my boyfriend who was like, I know that you could do it. It's going to be hard, but I know you can do it. And it just like, not that I didn't want to disappoint him because he wouldn't be disappointed, but just that I know how excited it would make him to hear that I did it. Mm-hmm. And it's just cool to have someone who's like, I know yeah, you can do this. Yeah. And you're like, who would be like yeah. proud of you for something. Yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, I can do this. Uh-huh. And I'm so proud of you. Like, we both are like not in shape in any yeah, sense uh-huh. of the word. And, and just <clears throat> have always had a hard time like doing things like this because of our mental illnesses yeah and we both on the way up were both like the x amount of months or whatever ago like mm-hmm. we could have never I right. was like I wouldn't even have come to the mountains mm-hmm. like that I wouldn't have even exited my bed mm-hmm. like even you know a year and a half ago I was in a terrible yeah. place where I, I was in a horrible place I could like, barely do anything like less than a year ago I was in such a dark place mm-hmm. I could barely get out of bed yeah, and we both were just like, right. no matter what, you know, what we achieve on this hike, like, I can't believe we're even doing this. Like, this is really, right. I mean, and for some people that might sound totally dumb, right. but if you understand, mm-hmm. you know, if you've experienced mental illness or or anything that would even make something like, like that really injury. hard, yeah, yeah, anything, it's like, that is such a big feat. So I'm super proud of us. And I think that like, not only was the hike really great, like it was beautiful up mm-hmm. there. It, what The weather was great. Like, it didn't get hot until really the end when we got down to the bottom and then we had to hike uphill to our car. Like, half a mile <laughs> yeah, was uphill. It was a- <laughs> that was, like, honestly, uh-huh. not to be dramatic, that was the worst part for me. The worst part for me was that the first step onto the trail from the parking lot, I fell. <laughs> that was, it was icy because it was early in the morning and it, like, had frozen over at night in the parking lot. And it looked like a puddle. It did, yeah. And Jaggy ate shit to <laughs> She like cut her finger. Yeah. We, to, we were like, and well, I was this like, isn't that's a good <laughs> And then you have to go down to start the hike. Yeah. And so we were like, mm-hmm. I remember saying, I was like, oh, this is going to suck on the way back. And we we're like, eh, it'll be fine. Yeah. That was No, it was the, the hardest part. And it wasn't even like so uphill. Uh-huh. You know what? I mean, it was, but like, I, at that point, I was starting to get like hungry again uh-huh. and like hot. Our feet hurt so bad. It was like, yeah, it was like a hundred degrees. Ugh. Oh my God. It was so hot. It was 100 degrees in Denver. It was still so hot. No, and we saw hot. people starting when we, when were, we were getting like, back, back at down. like, that was like probably 2.30. Yeah. And we were like, We Yo. saw a pregnant lady. No water, no, <gasps> no food. No chance they made it up. No water, no food, no, no backpack. Nothing but the baby to sustain her. <laughs> and she was starting. And she was far along. Yeah. She no, was like she was like, she was she like was about to pop. Literally. I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. Why am I even complaining? But there was a guy who we saw coming down from the yeah. top. <laughs> yeah, when we were on our way up, and he had no backpack, no water. He was in like no work food. boots. Yeah, I was t-shirt. like, and he was like cooking it down the mountain. I was <laughs> like, okay. And it's just like everyone is so different. Yeah, for me, that was a huge undertaking of like a week of build up, making sure I had yeah. the right stuff, like psyching myself up. Reading like, stuff about reading, like reading stuff online. When do you need checking to start? Out a book from the library. <laughs> I love us. <laughs> Whereas like some people are like, let's just let's just do go it. Go do it today. And they're like, let's get there at noon. Mm-hmm. I'm let's so just sorry. wake up, have a breakfast, and maybe get along. And at I guess noon. some people don't do it to summit. Some people right. just like go to hike, right. and you don't have to do the whole thing. And like there were a ton of spots. I mean, the whole hike. 
we would turn around and be like, wow, this is beautiful. Right. No yeah, matter totally. where you were, you don't have to get to the top for it to be pretty. But, and I think, I, I think that's what some people did because I saw some people like turning around kind of in the, like when we were coming down and they were like, eh, yeah, it's hot, like whatever. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you, if you wanted a summit, you should have been here earlier. Anyway, we survived. What do you, what did you learn? I think that was the main thing I wanted to talk about was obviously the hike was like great and also in other ways absolutely horrifying but overall I think the biggest conclusion that I came to was like maybe it's you know like about a di- the journey it's about the- <laughs> it's all about the climb um <laughs> it it was one of those things where like the day I got back I was like never again I would never do that again that was horrifying it's like when you're hungover and mm-hmm. you're like I'm never drinking again and then you forget how awful it was. And you're like, I kind of want to do that again. <laughs> I also already have anxiety about going to like classes or going to the gym because I don't like to overexert myself and feel faint or like shaky mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. That just makes me really anxious. And so working out has always been something that gives me anxiety. And then also the catch 22 is that every therapist is like, have you tried working out? And I'm like, no, have you tried exercising? No, bitch, I haven't because it makes me anxious. So after doing that 14er, and this could be, I mean, this could go for anything, you mm-hmm. know, it could, this could be for any category, but this just so happens to be exercise. exercise. I feel like I could go and do any workout class. I, right. I, oh, I exerted myself to a very, a point I never have at an altitude I never had. When I started getting, when we started getting lower and lower on the hike, like going down, I was like. I'm just so thankful for all this oxygen. (laughs) And then we came down the mountain. I was like, man, I feel good. The thing is, is I've always known, like I could push my body harder in a workout. I could do a hard workout. I would be fine. I just don't like the anxiety that it gives me. And it makes it hard mentally to work out. But after doing this, I was just like, I could go to any workout class in Denver at 5,000 feet of elevation and do and exert myself intent like in an intense way for an hour and not even an hour and 50 then if minutes. it gets hard you're like well what about that one time that I did a 14 Literally, for seven hours for seven hours every day since then I I've been I've been working like 16 hour days because I'm on a deadline week but for some reason a lot of things not just exercise but a lot of things seem much more manageable to me now not only for exercise but also for a lot of things I've been like yeah I can do that because mm-hmm. I did this other thing. I can do that. And it feels good. I mean, I just think you underestimate how something like that can really build your confidence yeah. in the things that you can do. And for me especially, there's a lot of things that I avoid very mundane tasks because they give me anxiety. For some people, they seem really stupid probably. But for me, it's like my whole life revolves around some sort of like not doing something or doing something because of my anxiety disorder. <laughs> and it just feels good to be like, I did this really hard thing that I have a lot of anxiety about for many reasons. It was it was warm. It was no oxygen. I was very much exerting myself. I had a high heart rate for mm-hmm. seven hours. Like You were in the middle of the mountains. Yeah, nothing around yeah. me, you know? I only had three slices of pizza. I mean, who knows? <laughs> well, it's not nearly enough <laughs> it's not pizza. not nearly enough. It's not nearly a whole pizza, not even close. <laughs> not even close. And Maybe and I did it. Pizza. I did it. I survived. I wasn't even like I wasn't in that bad of shape. Like when we got back in the car, I will admit I was not well <laughs> for about thirty minutes of the drive. But once I started getting better and recovering, 
I felt better than I thought I was going to. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you hear the term building confidence, right? Mm-hmm. And for a while, I didn't know what that meant. And I think I've like recently figured it out. It's just doing things that you're not comfortable with. Yeah. It could be anything. It could be yeah, going up and be, introducing yourself yeah. to someone, yeah, you know, mm-hmm, totally it's easy as that. Yeah. It could be asking someone for their number. It could be asking someone where they got that shirt. Like just mm-hmm. like things that you're not comfortable with doing those over and over again. It's like a it's muscle. It's a building. Yeah, uh-huh. you're building the muscle of confidence. And it, it was a real vote of confidence in a show of progress that I was able to push myself enough mentally to get past the physical limits that yeah. I might have had because I was out of shape. Because when in the, in the times of my life that I've been depressed, when I do exercise-based things... The things that come into my head are, you can't do this, you're not strong enough, you don't have enough energy, you're just going to get tired, you're tired now, oh god, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and, and yeah, and just like that you can't do it over and over again in your brain, just telling you, just repeating these negative thoughts, and it's so hard to get over your men- your mental lim- limitations. It's not hard to get over your physical limitations if, if your mentality is good yeah and it just shows like how far I've come mentally to be able to push myself enough to not only do it but to continue doing it even after you stopped doing it because Mm -hmm. I could have easily stopped when you stopped it's like proving to myself that I can do something like that it leaves me less space to make excuses later Mm -hmm. like Totally. It, you know, like if if I'm doing something, I'm like I can't be like. It's too. You hard. can't do this. It's yeah. too hard because like, I've done it before. Yeah. In totally. times when I've been less in shape, in times when I've been alone, in times when it's been harder, and I didn't understand what it takes to do a 14er. So like, if I do a 14er again, I can't use those excuses. And I think the less and less excuses you have, the more things that you're going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know? So. I don't know. Powerful experience for sure. It I really don't, was. Don't like, regret it. And even you, you said no, you didn't regret it. I don't. Like it was, it was really hard. And there were times where I was like, I just want this to be over. Mm-hmm. Like when we were on the Same. way back, you know, where you're just like, I just want to be back to the car. I just want to go home. Like I'm done. I'm over it. Like we already went to the top. But even just like 10 minutes into the car ride, I was like, I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. I can do, you literally just feel like you can do anything. Right. Even though that's, I mean, that's, and again, like I said, this could be so many different things, but something like that is just so yeah empowering. And I think, you know, when people say like, have no regrets, like make sure you have no regrets in life. I think that's fucking bullshit. Like, <laughs> no, no, for real. No, like totally. you should totally have regrets because if you're, if you have no regrets, that means that you lived life perfectly and either you're lying to yourself or you're a robot and you should go to the doctor to get that <laughs> Regardless, out. you should go <laughs> to the see doctor. someone. Um, but two, there's two types of regrets. Either you regret that you did too much or that you regret that you didn't do anything at all. And which regret would you rather have? Would you rather be like, like we went you mean like the regret of like we that was a lot that was a like, lot like, that like, was maybe that too hike, much yeah that, that hike was like oh that was too hard mm-hmm. or, yeah or would so, you be like I've never I, done a 14 yeah I would yeah. definitely regret having not even tried it because mm-hmm. it's one of those things just like we talked about it up top of the episode it's one of those things where it feels so 
far away or both of us you know you see we've lived in Colorado our whole lives you see people posting did a 14 or did a 14 or well yeah I've hiked and I know what a hike is like but it feels like this thing that's like kind of out of reach it's like unattainable it's like I don't know what that is I'm envisioning it anything before you do it you're Mm -hmm. like what's that gonna be like you know even like a vacation you're like excited to like go to this place and you're thinking what it's gonna be like from pictures you've seen and videos and all this stuff and then you get there and it's like something totally different but now you're like okay but now I know it now I actually have the picture of it in my brain I actually know what it's like to do that thing and it feels like yeah the first time was hard but I could do it again because I know the ins and outs I know how I could do it better Mm -hmm. next time I know how I could be more prepared or Mm -hmm. be better or like whatever your limits better yeah yeah I just remember in college when I was going to see you which you know Boulder is a very you know, hiker, mm-hmm, like friendly outdoorsy. place, yeah, outdoorsy yeah. place, and just like wanting to get more involved in it and watching the movie Wild. Wild with Reese Witherspoon is about a woman. It's based on a true story. A woman who does the PCT, which is a twenty six thousand, sorry, mm-hmm, twenty six hundred mile hike mm-hmm. <laughs> from <laughs> California to just over the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. When you're in college, you never hiked. You know, I'm young. I've never hiked before, really. I don't exercise much. That just seems, like, impossible. Like, to me, it was like, why would people do something like the PCT? It made no sense to me why someone would put themselves through that for what? Mm-hmm. Just to hike all along? Like, it made sense. Like, okay, you can go see those places. Those places are awesome, but you can go see them by car. So why would you do it by what, hiking it? You know, that just... Or- seems terrible and thinking about that from that moment of like why would someone do that to like right now after hiking 14 or after backpacking through Europe uh after going on a lot of hikes myself I I totally get it and I feel like I'm not at that point where I'm gonna hike 2600 miles but I'm at a point where I'm like I can see why people go on backpacking trips and Mm -hmm. hike for two or three days I can I can see why people do that and once I do that maybe it's like okay I can see why people go on like a few hundred mile yeah it's like and it just like keeps getting more and more mm -hmm. and you're building up that confidence confidence. of like things that you could do and maybe one day I could do the PCT after taking so much heroin you know (laughs) (laughs) okay Reese (laughs) go off Um, no, I totally think you're right. I think the biggest thing it did for me was, like you said, build up this confidence of like, yeah, I, I can do that and I can do the next thing too. Or I can do these, these smaller things that I didn't think I could do. I can actually do those things and I don't have the excuse of, I'm just really out of shape or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can do those things or even just the very basic, like my body can handle more than I think it can Mm -hmm. when when that's like the whole basis of my anxiety is like I don't want to you can't handle this yeah like my body is like not gonna be okay with Mm -hmm. x y and z and so I think that was just such a huge thing for me even though I didn't summit even though I made it to like probably what no but that's more than you than 100 feet below the top and now and now like maybe I know you were saying, you said maybe you don't want to ever do a 14er again. But now that it's, now it's been a few days, I'm like, maybe I yeah. want to do it again. But that, <laughs> the thing is, maybe next time you're like, I could actually potentially do the entire thing because I know what it would take. Yeah. You know, and that, and that's like all it is, is that you get 
closer to seeing a bigger picture of Mm -hmm. whatever that is. And the more confidence you build up, the more you trust yourself that you'll be able to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Like eventually, like even though I know that I wouldn't be prepared to do the PCT now, I think, you know what? I could get to a place in my life where I could be prepared and maybe would want to do that thing. So like you get confidence in the future confidence Mm -hmm. that you might have for something. Yeah. It's very powerful. Yeah. You're like, what else can I do? What else am I capable of? I've just come to accept the fact that there's going to be tons of situations where I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's my first time doing whatever. And the older you get, the more you realize there are going to be more, like there's more situations than you could ever possibly imagine. Right. That you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And the thing is, is that there's not, there's not a ton of guidance anymore. You're not in school. You're not living with your parents, whatever. So your guidance is your confidence. Totally. And it's like, you have to be vulnerable enough to say, I don't know what I'm doing. When I went Mm -hmm. to the bar class, bringing it full circle, everybody. When I went to the bar class, I got there and the girl was like, okay, you're going to be, you know, I checked in, you have to um, sign up and check in. And I checked in and she was like, okay, you're going to be at um, station number two and all of your equipment is there. And I was like, I was like, okay, is there an instructor in there? Because this is just my first time, so I actually don't know, like, anything. And she was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I'm the instructor. Like, let me take you in there, and I'll show you everything. And, like, it was super easy, but it was just, like... But, like, because you were vulnerable, like, you didn't start the class being like, what the fuck do I I do? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'd rather just say... I used to never want to say, I don't know what I'm doing. Because everyone knows. Yeah. Vulnerable. And I think it's not only being vulnerable. I think that's a huge part of it. But it's also being optimistically vulnerable because yeah, if like, you're like I, can I don't know what I'm doing and I'm like afraid yeah you know? and I'm not willing to learn right or I'm not you know I'm feeling super yeah. beaten down and, and I'm I feeling under- insecure like yeah but if you're like I don't know what to do but I'm I'm just gonna I'm, say that yeah I don't know say I'm, this what is my I'm, first time yeah I don't know what I'm doing but I'm excited to figure it out yeah I'm willing to learn uh-huh. I'm I'm open to you know this being my first experience with a bar class a 14 or a set of construction documents goodbye um where you're just like yeah I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just gonna say that because in some instances you know fake till you make it and sure that works but it's also totally fine to just say hey I don't know what I'm doing and this is my first time doing this and all the time anyone with more experience almost 99% mm-hmm. of the time they'll be like oh my gosh yeah I can yeah. help you people, people love, love to help to you. help people and they love to share their knowledge like if someone is is rude to you because you don't know something or someone looks down on you or puts you down or tries to not on you no it's condescending towards you because you don't know something they are projecting their own insecurities on you just as a side note because people who you ask them a question like oh I don't know what that is they're like you don't know what that is you've never hiked a 14er and you're from Colorado oh you've never been to a bar class like I would turn around and walk my ass out the door. I'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, and I'm never coming back. Like, (laughs) what? It's just like those kind of people, and people will do that because they want to make you feel bad. Even people who are like, you've never heard this song. You've never seen that movie. Like, ew, you could just be like, oh my gosh, it's great. You should watch it. There's so many things out there. There's so many movies, so many songs, so many things to try. To try and do. It's totally understandable that someone hasn't done it, even if it's very popular. 100%. Anyone who puts you down for being a beginner, not knowing something, not having the experience that they have is someone who is insecure in themselves 
and they have to put other people down to make themselves feel better. And those, again, like we're talking about at the beginning, are the kinds of people who want to either put you down for not being at their level or they want to bring you down to their level because they feel, bottom line is that they feel threatened by the fact that you're going to try something new and maybe you will get to their level or something or you will quote unquote surpass them in this thing mm-hmm. and they they're feeling insecure about that you know and so I think or they're just a it's dick. yeah or they're just straight up an asshole <laughs> and I think it's just again so important to surround yourself with people who want to lift you up mm-hmm. who want to see you succeed and just like mm-hmm. bring positivity into and this life. and this actually brings me to a point that's not about the 14er but something that happened yesterday so I just kind of fell off Instagram for months because it was making me extremely anxious. Recently, I've been looking into a lot of environmental stuff again and really like digging deep into it, listening to multiple podcasts every day, signing up to volunteer, reading books about it, and like even looking at even going so far as looking into programs surrounding the field Mm -hmm. for grad school. So I'm like, I could share my knowledge, you know, mm-hmm. on on Instagram, on social media, where is, isn't social media like a place to share yeah, information, if, if anything. So I posted a bunch of environmental questions on there. I posted some stuff about the Keystone Pipeline being dropped as a project and also posted about how Colorado banned single-use plastics and how I was really excited about that. I, I said that I felt like not posting on Instagram was doing nothing sometimes. Yeah, it's like if you have knowledge, you mm-hmm. want to at least share it to whoever. Yeah, and I mean, it's helpful I don't know if it's to gonna even help, me. But yeah, but a lot of people said that it was helpful to them and that they liked those posts. But someone came into my DM, someone who I thought was a friend, messaged me saying, why don't, instead of posting on social media, why don't you become a political activist, which most people don't want to do because it's hard work. I might sound like an asshole here, which if you ever say I might sound like an asshole, you do sound like an asshole. Yeah, in fact, you probably are Yeah, like if you have to put that in your message, just revise the entire message. If Um, you have to say I hate to ask you this and then you ask someone if they're pregnant, maybe just don't. (laughs) Maybe just don't ask them. Maybe just don't. Um, But he said, if you care about the climate, you need to do better. Ew. Um, And he says that he said that you need to start a fundraiser, start a rally. There's so much you can do beyond giving people proverbial metal straws. <gasps> and I did already see that. Yeah. I know I'm mm-hmm. gasping, but like, what a dick. Yeah. And I just like, I can't believe that someone would like say that to someone who is posting on their personal Instagram yeah, and who, who's- who doesn't know me at all. So doesn't know that, you know, all the things I do outside of Instagram, how much I like do. And even if I didn't do anything, like, who cares? I'm just trying to spread information that I'm very passionate about and want people to know and think people should know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that sharing any information is totally fine and just doing whatever you can is completely okay. Yes, it's like um, everyone wants to be the next like most woke person. And it's like, yeah. sis, I'm out here on your mm-hmm. side. Yeah, and the thing is that if you... So say you don't know anything about environmentalism, you don't know anything about climate change, and 
then someone's like, you need to start a fucking fundraiser or you're not an environmentalist. You need to start a rally or you're you're not an environmentalist. That is so daunting for people who don't know anything at all. Right. Like to get to the top of that mountain. And also like you don't even know, you don't know what I'm doing. You don't know me at all. Right. And I'm just out here trying to do something new, which is sharing Mm -hmm. this information with people. Yeah. Those are the type of people that you don't want to be around because they're insecure about maybe they're not doing enough. So just wherever you are on that mountain, say you've never hiked before. Say, you know, say you you just don't know hiking at all. Just go on a walk, you know. You don't need to climb a 14er immediately. And you don't need to climb the 14er that you'll possibly fall <laughs> off and die. Yeah, definitely Which don't. Which one was that? <laughs> uh, the knife edge. Cross that off the list. Don't hike anything that has a knife in the word. <laughs> just as a rule. Just as like a regular life yeah. rule. Like you don't, you don't need to do everything all at once. That's not how you build confidence. You build confidence slowly, one step at a time. Us like never works out. We're like, let's do it, a let's do a 14 <laughs> But sometimes it's like just taking that leap, mm-hmm. you know? It's like whether you build up to it or you're just like, I'm just going to try this mm-hmm. new thing that might seem really scary. And then scale back, you know? Because now, like, now it's like you have you done something really hard. A, you can Don't. go on a few mile hike or you can work right. out a little because you're like, like I worked out yesterday yeah, and you're alone like, in my room, even though I don't have a gym membership right now. I worked out alone because I was like, I hiked a fucking 14 or I could work out for 15 minutes. You know? So true. So true. Well, anyway. Anyways, do what you can. Don't let anyone make you feel bad about it, I guess. Yeah. And and that just includes... Don't let yourself be discouraged that you don't know how to do something or you've never mm-hmm. done something. You can always start that thing. And that thing could be reading and reviewing us on oh, Apple yes. Podcasts. You, I know it might seem daunting, but everyone says... Rate and review us, and you're like, I've never rated or reviewed a podcast. <laughs> I've never rated or reviewed anything. I don't even anything. know how. You literally, you don't, maybe you've never left a review. You've never even been on Yelp. Uh-huh. You, it's so easy. You should just try it so you'll know how to do it next time. Mm-hmm. You just go to our page, go to the podcast page, and you just click the five stars. Yeah. It's so easy. Uh-huh. And then you leave a review. It's so easy. It just says leave and, a review. And our, our friend, Pearson, he just put a heart. You don't need to leave a, a long right. review. He put a heart and he said, it's definitely a podcast. And that's all we could have even asked for. We just want to be a podcast. We just want to have and more reviews so that we have more visibility. We are podcast neutral. <laughs> we just want to be a podcast. We don't podcast need to be a good podcast. We don't, need to, we don't want to be a bad podcast. <laughs> we just want to be a podcast <laughs> with five stars. Pe- Pearson hit the nail on the head when he said yeah, it's a podcast. Really. He was very right about that and well, we just love him. True words have never been spoken. <laughs> that's honestly... <laughs> And the fun thing actually about leaving a review on iTunes, this actually might get some people to do it, is that you made an iTunes account when you were in like seventh grade. So mm-hmm. you could like buy music. Yeah. And you have a username. And you have no and idea, you have what, no it idea is. what it is. You have no idea. You post a review. It takes a little bit for the review to show up, maybe 24 hours. So you post a review. You got to wait. You got to, mm-hmm. you have to wait a little bit. But then when it shows up, you get to see what it is. So anyway. Climb that mountain. Rate and review us. Yes. Climb the mountain. You can find us on Instagram at So Good So Far Podcast. You can find me at Nicole Pilgreen. And you can find me at Jackie's Attic. We'll see you guys next week. We don't know what the episode's going to be about yet, so sorry we can't give you any more information. However, we love you. It's been so So good so so far. far. Bye.
little ASMR for y'all. 